It was a crazy week six in the NFL, and it's not done yet. But before we get out of here, it's time to recap the week that was and the week that wasn't for uh, Jameis Winston and some other quarterbacks. Ooh, it got ugly out there, but it's going to get real pretty real fast because me and Chris Meany are starting the pre-snap. It starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStart. The top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the line star app it's me and it's my bff chris meany and we are here recapping the week that was in dfs and chris it was a fascinating week in football we had some upsets some returns some exits as it were as well and wouldn't you know it another tie in the touchdown calls we both uh, found the end zone and we both won some people from free stuff and everybody loves free stuff chris Yes, that's what it's all about. It's all about you people listening, and we want to win you free stuff. We want to win you money. We want to help people out. And we saw some screenshots. It's nice. We had some successful people this week, so always love to see that. It was a wild week. I mean, more survivor pools ripped up. I I didn't have to pick the Chargers or the Cowboys because I picked them when they played Miami, but I would have picked them if I could have, and they (laughs) lost. I lucked out. I sweated out the Ravens. Same. I sweated out the Ravens. You do. They they lost. The Rams lost. The Chiefs lost again. And yeah, it was a very interesting week for sure. I won my survivor pool last year. It's the first time I ever won. And I got 16 of the 17 weeks. I was me and another person at the end. And we both blew Latin. Remember last year when the Raiders beat yes. Pittsburgh and nobody could believe it. We both happened to have Pittsburgh. We both lost. We both got like reinstated for the following week because they needed a winner. And we ended up winning out. And let me tell you, man, this, I was sweating out that Baltimore game too. I was like, Oh God, please. Me no. And then the Jets ended up beating the Cowboys. What? How did that happen? Oh, crazy times. But before we do that a little housekeeping here, happy Thanksgiving to you chris meany up there in canada tell me tell me what are the traditions of canadian thanksgiving um well thank you i mean i think every like household and family is potentially pretty different um i'm away from my family there in the east coast but you know just typical dinner you get around with the family and i mean all the fixings of course the turkey the okay stuffing, so it's, it's all the turkey and the stuffings and all that stuff so you're all still, that stuff you're yeah okay and and it's still too early like i know american thanksgiving you guys you know sometimes it's kind of tis the season you do some christmas decorating you kind of turn the page yeah. there it's october here it's not even halloween i and i know uh, jake seeley had said he was he was laughing at Walmart's having Christmas stuff. And he had asked me if I, you know, if I decorate the tree or whatever this weekend. And that's I heard too Jake early for gonna that. be a greeter at Walmart it's next year. Early. I heard he's going to be. <laughs> Jake would be he the might most be right hilarious. Now, yeah. Oh my God. How funny of a greeter would he be? He'd be the worst greeter at Walmart ever. <laughs> just he's sour. Just, just a big old grump. Uh, Man, yeah, nothing, Walmart. We're bleeding the different. country dry. <laughs> uh, a lot of eating, a lot of relaxing. And um, you ate yesterday and a little bit eating, eating turkey mm-hmm. all week. So that's well, I know you love American Thanksgiving because you get a day love off and, and football all day. I know you and I have talked about that. It's like your favorite holiday is American Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. Yeah, I've even adopted the, the decorating of the tree and, and the house. It's a good thing because, to do. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, why not? Yeah, exactly. I like to do it on Thanksgiving night. That's become our new tradition because I'm a big whore for Christmas. So I, I like to start it right away. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who uh, the Grinch came and stole. <laughs> that was the kind of thing. It stole Jameis Winston's mind. That The Grinch came down. 
and uh oh my goodness it was uh oh it was bad it was bad five picks he got sacked seven times i know he threw for 400 yards i know chris godwin was still good but I don't know, man. I'm at a loss here. I thought Arians would have a positive influence, but maybe just nobody can get through to this guy at the end of the day, Chris. I don't know what to say about Winston. What What do we do? He's going into a bye. Does he come out of the bye fresh and ready to go with a renewed lease on life? Or are they going to make a change to Ryan Griffin, dare I say? Oh, man, I don't know. Like that would. I don't think that they're going to make a change. But yeah, I mean, you watch the games and you see Bruce Arians on the sidelines and he just he seems defeated. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what to do. It's, and I, there's probably no answer for this, but the writing is on the wall. I think that Jameis is definitely done after this year. He's not, he doesn't have a future with this Bucks team anymore. He turns the ball over too much, 12 TDs, 10 interceptions. We like him from a fantasy standpoint though. It's, you know, 17 fantasy points. He threw 400 yards. He only threw one touchdown, but he has those two weapons that you mentioned. So from a fantasy standpoint, as long as he's playing, he'll be that contrarian guy because everybody knows like he's not good in real life, but. I don't think they turn the page after the bye. I mean, oh man, it's me, getting rough. Man, that was that was a desert. It was pathetic to watch. Oh. It, I felt bad for him actually. Yeah, I, it, just to put the helmet back on and go out there after throwing like your fourth pick. I'm surprised you didn't pull him from rough. the game. Just say like, enough, enough, like tap out. Oh my goodness! But in terms of fantasy, there were some other quarterback performances certainly worth talking about. Matt Ryan and Kyler Murray. We were both very much excited about starting both of them. They did not disappoint. Matt Ryan, 356 for four touchdowns. Kyler Murray, 340 for three touchdowns. He got good returns on both of those guys. It was a great day for them. And a surprisingly good day for Devontae Freeman along with uh, Matt Ryan. So who saw that coming? I mean, geez, I don't know what the ownership was on Freeman, but it could not have been very high, Chris. No, it wasn't. And I guess we just have to keep that in mind when a team like Arizona, because I'm not fully buying into Freeman. He caught a couple touchdown passes, one pretty late. Matt Ryan's had a great season. I mean, the defense is brutal. I'm still waiting for Dan Quinn to get the ax. I'm just, I keep refreshing. I'm just waiting for it. This is a team that's just completely checked out. They're not good defensively. They can't tackle anybody. Matt Ryan's going to continue to have success. He's got all kinds of great weapons around him. From a season-long standpoint, I'd probably look to, to sell Freeman on this game, but it means positive to see. I had no shares. I wasn't interested. No, I mean, me neither. Uh, I was a little little disappointed in Fitzgerald. Obviously, the Edmonds and David Johnson news kept going back and forth. We told you to keep an eye on that. Uh, but look, it's um, it, certainly it was Kyler Murray. I mean, that was the takeaway. And of course, another loss, another L for the Falcons. Unbelievable. Sam Darnold returned and uh, it was a pretty good week for him. He beat the Cowboys 338, two touchdowns. And immediately, Chris, the impact was felt because not only was Crowder relevant again, but uh, Robbie Anderson relevant again, too. So that did not take long at all. No, it didn't. It was it was nice to see the offense looked really good. And they were breaking all kinds of season-long records because they only had a couple touchdowns before. But you can really blame them, right? They're a much different team with Sam Darnold under center. You're right. Robbie Anderson was involved. Jamison Crowder now has played two games with Darnold, and he's been really good in both of them. He caught 14 catches in week one. He caught six catches on nine targets yesterday so he has just shy of 200 yards in two games with Sam Darnold that's somebody to keep an eye on he was four thousand dollars Robbie Anderson was four thousand dollars this is an offense I'm very interested in moving forward of course they have New England this week then Jacksonville but after that Joe it's Miami the Giants Washington Oakland Cincy Miami this all of this Jets team they're complete by lows Darnold was a great contrarian quarterback I had so much cousins that it didn't really matter but they were the same price and Darnold is somebody that I think people should keep an eye on moving forward. They 
Well, they got the Pats next week. Much. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with the Pats next week. But you you are definitely right there. Speaking of Cousins, great call by you here on the show this past week. Uh, Cousins was brilliant, and Stephon Diggs along with him, three touchdowns. So this was the Diggs game. We got the Thielen game two weeks ago, which we were all over, and you were all over the Diggs game. So congratulations on that. So uh, that must have felt pretty good, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was a good week because of because of that and now i wonder about him going forward it's just because i've seen the eagles secondaries keep an eye on everything going forward if mark if mark cooper doesn't play this week i'm sure michael gallup is going to be a popular play but randall cobb will be involved devin smith maybe becomes oh yeah they're bad they're definitely bad this is not a good secondary man we we should continue to do this in cash in in tournaments it's going to be very chalky well they're the night game next week i believe it's sunday night football so we don't have to worry about the main slate version of that which is great Because yeah. that's that's that I'm actually glad that's out of the equation with Cooper being banged up and Gallup dropping balls everywhere yesterday. So yeah, that okay. wasn't good. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Mahomes was kind of a I don't want to say a bust because Watson was good. He had the, the two touchdowns on the ground, which was terrific. And of course, Lamar Jackson probably was the quarterback of the week. I mean, man, just running amok. It was like it was like watching Mike Vick and Madden like run around. That's really what it felt was. like. It was just incredible. And, and uh, another thrilling Lamar Jackson one, but you think Mahomes right now is playing through an injury. It seems like he's not himself. Yeah, he, he's definitely not himself, but there's no run game either. There's absolutely none. You can't be having Mahomes, you know, just be dropping back and just expecting him to win with his arm. We all know he's phenomenal. He's great. He's not even turning the ball over. His 14 TDs to one interception. Tyreek Hill really saved his day yesterday with that jump ball that he, he got a touchdown, then he had another one later. Yeah, you know, you're right. Without that, you really, you know, if that, he doesn't come down with that ball, it's a very different day for Mahomes. It's even longer. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and just look at the past few games from from this team in the run game. It is not Damian Williams touched the ball two times yesterday. Two times he had one carry for six yards. He caught a lucky touchdown. He finds the end zone. He doesn't have a good day at all. And Daryl um, Williams, he had a ca- one catch as well for fifty two yards. He has the best day basically out of all the backs. Lashawn McCoy eight for eighty four. The week before that, Joe, they ran the ball I think four times between McCoy and and Williams. That's that's not good enough. That's no, you need no, to have a balance, and there's no balance. You're right. Where's Kareem Hunt? <laughs> you know, honestly, that yeah. team was really rolling last year with Kareem Hunt, and uh, then you know they were kind of living off that a little bit. And through the playoffs, Mahomes was brilliant, but look, uh, he, he showed up a little bit in the first half of that Patriots game too. You know, they they went over in that game, scoreless. So right. uh, there was also some bad besides Winston too. There's some bad to go around here. Baker Mayfield up to eleven picks now, eleven interceptions oh god you know i know everyone keeps talking about baker mayfield well it's the same thing brett Favre went through is yes it's true but brett Favre had mike holmgren to figure him out and get him through it okay he doesn't have that i don't know who that guy's gonna be i don't know if it's gonna be jay gruden i don't know if it's gonna be josh mcdaniels i don't know who the quarterback whispers are left but i can tell you right now it's not a good look and jared goff oh my god what in the world happened there? I could not have been more disappointed. I had so much Cooper Cup and it failed. I'm sorry. I'll take that burden. But I mean, Cooper Cup, money in the bank. No Todd Gurley. You'd think it would go up. The targets went down. This was disgusting. The Rams disgust me right now. Yeah, they're uh, they're in trouble. They really are. There's a couple of takeaways here. One Baker, a cup, three picks. One for sure, definitely not on him. Nonetheless, he's turned the ball over a ton. 11 interceptions to five touchdowns. Doesn't get any easier. Got the bye this week. Then in New England. Then in Denver. It looks like the Broncos defense has turned things around a little bit. And then the Bills. And we know what the Bills have to offer. So tough times ahead for Baker, I think, and the entire Brown squad. For for Goff, 
My goodness. This guy threw the ball over 100 times week four and week five combined, and then he only has – they ran the ball a ton early. His first, I think, passing attempt came late in the first quarter, 78 yards. The big takeaway for me is more on San Fran. I do think the Rams are going to be okay offensively. They they need Todd Gurley. I think we'll see Henderson get a few more touches if Malcolm Brand just didn't do a whole lot in that game. But the, the 49ers defense is absolutely legit. This team is pretty solid. If Jimmy Garoppolo can find a way to take care of the football on his end. And well, that's my picks. big thing. It's too many turnovers. And everyone's really excited about it. Love I don't the, think defense, the, Ram, the Rams were a real test, and they passed. So I want to give them all the credit in the they world. They dominated they, that football game. They don't. And the defense has been absolutely spectacular. But you know, at the same time, the, I, I can't help but leaving and feeling, yeah, they're undefeated, but I still don't think they're as good as the Saints. I still don't think they're oh, as no. good as the Seahawks. Like, those are the two things I'll, I'll put that I don't care where they are in terms of record. In terms of power rankings, I don't see how just because of record you could put them over those teams. That's why. No, I agree. And it's Russell Wilson is the deciding factor. He's the key. He's he's MVP of the league so far. First six weeks is. for me. Agree. He's got my vote, man. That was an incredible performance. Him there. and CMC. They're <sighs> yeah, and he keeps winning games on the road against teams that have their back against the wall. They're like right. wounded animal teams, and those are the most dangerous. And he keeps coming out with rabbits out of the hat, and the. It's just really impressive. It really is. Uh, just all the credit to Russell Wilson, who I thought was overrated going into the season. Uh, not so much there. By the way, speaking of uh, overrated, Marcus Mariota might be on the precipice of losing his job to Ryan Tannehill. Oh, he also had Josh Rosen come out for Fitzpatrick. It was a crazy week of quarterback, man. It was, yeah. Absolutely nuts. Let's get to some of the rushing leaders. Obviously, Lamar Jackson was actually the leading rusher of the week. His two oh, best my. rushing games have come against the Spangle squad. He runs all over yeah. him. His two yeah, of his largest... Three runs have been, yeah, they play the Bengals one more time. So keep, keep that in mind. And next year, too, Chris Carson was excellent. This was chalk, but it was the right chalk. We talked about this. Sometimes things are just right. You run Chris Carson to the ground against the Browns. They did that 12, uh, 24 for 124 and a touchdown. Chubb on the other end of this game, two touchdowns, 122 for him. AP, now look, Adrian Peterson from a workload standpoint, 23 for uh, 118, no touchdown. But I know next week is not a good week for them. But after that, going forward until Geis comes back, do you think with Callahan as the head coach there, maybe AP becomes one of these lineup builder guys and volume in a short slate or a or four o'clock slate that you might have consider some ownership on? Yeah, potentially a tough matchup this week against San Fran. I look at the schedule and it does get tough. There's there maybe they can hang tight with Buffalo week nine potentially, but there's just doesn't seem to be. This was the week to play AP, and I just think that's it. Honestly, yeah. Um, uh- yeah, he'll he'll probably be pretty cheap, and he'll get touches. It's just he's not really involved with it through the air. But you're well, right. Well, maybe in season hand. long leagues, if you got a good game out of him, maybe you trade him. Maybe this is the, the peak value. Can, absolutely, for sure. It was nice mm-hmm. to see him catch two balls. I was, I mean, just two behind McLaurin. They do want to run the football there, but yeah, yeah McLaurin. Kind by of, the way, as long as Case Keenum's a quarterback, McLaurin is at every lineup. I, like, I just, yeah, I love. He's the man. Until the price goes up, man. That guy's been absolutely brilliant. Carlos Hyde was great too. Twenty six for one sixteen for him and a touchdown. Another good ROI. He was in my write-up on TQE on the early slate. Nice. And uh, if you read that column, on, uh, you probably cashed everywhere on the 1 p.m. slate because that we, it was Lamar Jackson. It was Carlos Hyde. It was, it was going to be hard not to cash. Like You had to really just screw things up. 105 <laughs> catches for Hyde now on the season and 48 for Duke. So all those people that thought Duke was going to carry the ball 10 to 12 times in the ground, yeah, not, so not the case. I mean, no. say what you want to say about Hyde. It was a dream matchup, but they're giving him touches. He's got 47 in the carries in the last two weeks. Speaking of touches, Fournette continues to touch the ball a lot. No touchdowns for him in this one, but still 
uh, a strong all-purpose day nonetheless. And Ezekiel Elliott, 28 for 105 and a touchdown, and yet they come away with an L. I don't, I mean, that game was such an enigma. It was so ugly and sloppy towards the end, too. So many penalties, so much. Oh, God, it, yeah, was, it was terrible. It was horrible, almost unwatchable the last couple of minutes of that game. But at, at the end of the day, man, the Jets come away with a big victory. And now that's three in a row for Dallas. So Dallas kind of feasted on the Redskins, the Eli Manning Giants early on. And Miami. I don't know, man. Now they've really come crashing back down to earth. So where do they go from here, Chris? Yeah, they're feeling the pressure. I think that they need to lean on Zeke. Again, they didn't do that until in the second half. They need to give him more touches. I know Dak Prescott has been slinging it around to some of his weapons. Oh, but they gave him like 30-plus in this one. I know it was later. But they, but all came, they all came late. That's, That's what they need to do, and they got back in that game that way. I was watching this one, and there was too many. Like, Give some credit to the Jets' defense. They dialed up some pressure on, on Dak, and he took some shots. But... You can't be having Dak throw the ball 40-plus times. The success and the key to the success for Dallas is going to be to give the ball to Zeke like this. Give give him all those touches. So they came out into the third quarter really with that mentality that they were going to run the football, and they marched all the way down the field with Zeke. And, you know, he, he gets into the end zone. This is somebody who has a touchdown, I think, in five of six games. He hasn't had those big explosion games. This was his best one. Had over 100 yards. Yards per carry is not great, but that's what they need to do. Now they have the Eagles this week, and I wonder if they're just going to try to attack that secondary because that's the way to do it. But again, Dalvin Cook did find the end zone for you, Joe, but he didn't have a lot of success running against that defense. So no, I'm going to be interested to wise. see what they do. Are they going to be right. stubborn and and try to throw Probably. with Dak? Or they should really honestly lean on Zeke. I agree. And, you know, the Vikings actually, I think, gave you a little bit of a blueprint there because they did and run Dalvin Cook. Accident. Yeah. But they also ran a ton of Madison in that game, too. They, you know, they, they they ran more than one guy to keep fresh legs against Fletcher Cox and all those guys, which I think was smart because you don't want to run your number one guy 25 times against that line. But right. you want to keep him fresh. You want to keep them tired. You want to run the ball 30 times, but you don't want to do with one dude. And I think that's that was a you could see them kind of wear down a little bit in the second half of that game. And I thought that was a very good game plan by Zimmer and company. So good job by that with Zeke and Polar. Maybe that's what you'll see moving forward. I mean, I think that's healthy enough to play. Yeah. Eagles are super aggressive. You get that run game going just a couple runs. You're right. Get them tired. And then you can run the play action and and you're good to go. You saw it. Diggs is wide open on all those touchdowns. Yeah. We avoided major injuries with the exception of Disley, which sucked, you know, but he's out for the year, but uh, we did get a return of Hunter Henry. So that was a positive there. So uh, was it uh, eight catches for 102 touchdowns? So a huge game for him. So nice to see somebody. And Ricky Seals Jones, another tight end showing up out of nowhere. Oh, tight end is so bad. It's so bad. But Chris <laughs> Godwin's been so again, good. Yeah. Ten more catches, 151 yards. I mean, he's become like Hopkins and Adams and all these guys. And Chris Godwin's just the man right now. No matter how bad Winston is, it doesn't matter. And Evans was actually pretty decent in this game too. No touchdown, but um look it's chris godwin's world right now we're just living in it yeah we are in his 43 catches are the third most you got michael thomas up there at 53 gonna get drew Brees back um, thomas should have had a, a touchdown in the end zone yesterday it was a poor throw by bridgewater but he's on his way again to having a phenomenal year cooper cup at second but chris godwin he's he's lived up to every single expectation heading into the year a lot of people on him you and i both included he's going to finish with more catches than Jameis winston he's probably going to have or Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, and he's probably going to have a better season than him. Evans had a decent day. You're right. He dropped that one of those passes. It would have been a, he a did. huge touchdown. Maybe that t- turns around Winston's confidence a little bit too. Who knows? I think both are fine. But yeah, Godwin is in for 
a heck of a season. I, I would call him a, a almost a borderline lock as a top seven, eight wide receiver. Finish All right, so one more note, news and notes, I should say, from around the league. Amari Cooper has a bruised thigh. He came out of that game, but it's just a bruise, so no structural damage. Deshaun Jackson is hopeful to return week seven against those Cowboys, so that should be an interesting thing to watch. Uh, we'll see what happens with Winston uh, outside of the uh, <laughs> the bye. Uh, definitely if a team ever needed a bye, it's, it's Jameis Winston in the box, that's for sure. Uh, Sammy Watkins is hopeful and optimistic. He'll be back uh, in the short week here, week seven on Thursday Night Football, which we'll get to in a sec. Uh, Nikhil Harry's working his way back too. Now, he wasn't very good in the preseason, so my expectations are kind of low there, but they also brought back Ben Watson. They re-signed Ben Watson, so I don't know what the hell's going on there. My only, I can only assume that Tom Brady went, look, you need to give me another weapon here. Things are not working out. I trust Ben Watson. Go bring Ben Watson back, and that's what happened. I can only assume that's what went on there. Yeah, I'd love and, to get um, your take for on the on the Pats offense. I mean, I well, Pats know. offense that's right the, now. Look, Josh Gordon really is been tested. Underwhelming. They haven't re- well. They were tested against Buffalo. No, that was a test, yeah, and they they did test. enough. But right now, they are not firing on all cylinders. Not that Brady's not playing well. He, I think, right. the surrounding pieces aren't playing well. Um, they'll play better, but they need another, they need an Antonio Brown. Like, honestly, Antonio Brown was the perfect fit. Like Antonio Brown on this team right now, I could tell you, I don't know if they lose a game all year. I really don't. I, 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 I know it sounds a little facetious. Maybe it's a no, hot take. I, I, agree. I agree. If Antonio Brown was on this team the rest of the season, then there was no other nonsense and distractions. I think they go undefeated and then we'll take our chances there in the playoffs. But I really do. And it's, it's not I would a take, hot take. I would take some shots people out there in season long leagues on Jacoby Myers. I think, you know, that play was nasty with, with Gordon. It looked like he blew his knee out. I mean, I think he's, well, the fine. weather was also don't... really weird Thursday. Yeah, I don't want to take was. too much into it. It was hard to throw the ball. It was hard to kick the ball. You saw guys kicking the ball and it was coming back 10 yards. It was wild. But, but so, Gordon wasn't I... getting any targets really. And he has been battling through that knee injury. So I wonder how healthy he is. He looks slow. Jacoby he... Myers has, looks a little fresh, man. I'm kind of, he does. That. And Dorsett wasn't in that game either. I don't, I believe. So Ben You're Watson's right, a yeah. smart guy. Look, the, they're going to add somebody. I don't know who, I don't think it's AJ Green. I don't think it's Des Bryant off the scrap heap, but somebody's coming to play wide receiver for the Patriots. I don't know who it is, but I would be shocked if the waiver, uh, the trade deadline came and went and they didn't make a move. I really would, I, especially after having a little snippet of Brown and realizing what they might be able to do. Um, and and it, it helps take a lot of pressure. But right now they're winning games with defense. That defense is just out of this world for sure. All right, so Monday tonight we've got the Green Bay Packers and the Lions. And then we've got, um, of course, on Thursday, the short week, we got the Broncos and the Chiefs. Now, Chiefs need a win in the worst way. Two straight losses at home. This is not a good look for them. I don't. Where are you at with the Chiefs now? They can't run the football. Like, we're, we're, it's, it's so bizarre where we're at. And now they have to go to Denver, which is always a tough place to play. I know the Denver offense is not exactly thrilling, but it's just such a tough building on a short week. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to say it's going to be a third loss for them, but from a DFS standpoint, if you're looking at Monday, Thursday, you got no Devonte Adams. I think that if you're looking at cash game quarterback, I almost feel like Matt Stafford is your, is your best ROI. Is that crazy? No, I don't think it's crazy. And I don't think people are actually interested in Matthew Stafford. So he could be the lowest of the, of the bunch. And I would imagine a lot of people will just go to Mahomes. and yeah, it's Mahomes. He's definitely. And they'll go to the name brand of Rogers, but Rogers is limited yeah, but, too. He's only here. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, Rogers. I have concerns. I, 240 fewer yards, and I think 13 of his last 16 games. His best yeah. game of the and season by the way, against that Eagles secondary. 
and it's their only loss of the year. Their only right. loss of the year is that game this year where yeah. he threw for more than 240. So what does right. that tell you about where they want to go? Jamal Williams, I think that's a guy that I would have in all, every lineup too because I think that's a nice lineup builder flex play because I do think he'll be active in this one, especially because from the, the standpoint of the other running backs here, carry on is nice, but I, I'm not in love. I think Lindsey and Aaron Jones are the two guys you want to roll out, and I think you have to go down a quarterback to make that happen. And you probably have to go down a tight end too. You probably can't go to Kelsey. You probably have to go to Jimmy Graham and take your shot there. Yeah. And I, I would go outside to of that man, Cortland Sutton, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would go to Jimmy, you know, Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison have some tough matchups here. I have some respect for this Detroit secondary, actually Mike Ford and Justin Coleman. Those are tough matchups. Even according to the line star app, you check that out. You look at those matchups and I would spend, you know, Jimmy had besides Aaron Jones, Jimmy had the most catches out of, this trio, including Allison and MVS last week, it's not a lot to get excited about, but if he can find the end zone, you spend down on him. I would actually take a shot on LaShawn McCoy this week. I feel like he's the best bet maybe to come away with double-digit carries in that Kansas City backfield, and you have been able to run on Denver. Tennessee is brutal. I wouldn't take too much stock into what happened yesterday with Derrick Henry. It's Tennessee's only player. They just stacked the box. There was no hope at all for Derrick Henry. Mahomes can beat you with his arm. So I, I think that they'll get to the run because if you look at the Broncos, some of these massive games, Jacobs, 85 and two touchdowns, Montgomery's best game, 62 and a touchdown, Leonard Fournette, 225. Like there's been some big performances against this Denver defense. So I, I would take a shot on LaShawn McCoy in a small matchup like this. All right, let's hot take the rest of week seven here. Panthers, Browns, Steelers, Bucks, all on by. So that's good. We just mentioned the Thursday night game and the Sunday night game is Eagles Cowboys. So that won't be on the main slate and the Patriots and Jets aren't either. Uh, the one o'clock games, you got Dolphins at Bills. Bills defense will be very popular as will Josh Allen coming off the bye. I also imagine that John Brown will kind of work his way back into our consciousness. Maybe even Cole Beasley too as a lineup builder on DK. I could look at that. Anything else here from that game that kind of pops you right away? Yeah, Josh Allen is... We're gonna. I'm gonna start like him again in season long format. <laughs> like the schedule: yeah. Miami, Philly, Washington, Cleveland, Miami. It's great. It's, it's a great yeah. schedule. He's been dropped in a bunch of leagues. I'd pick him up and roll. With him. All right, Jaguars at Bengals. We imagine uh, very heavy Leonard Fournette chalk, and there's nothing oh, wrong with that, right? No, nothing wrong with that. That's a dream matchup for him. Now Vikings, Lions. We'll see how the Lions come out in this one tonight. But again, they battle all the time. Uh, I'm gonna fade this game completely. Probably. I don't see this one being one that I really want to get involved in. Uh, you know, Cousins on the road. Eh, it's not again on the road against the Giants. Uh, I always love Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is always good. But outside of that, I don't know. In division game, eh, last two weeks have been really good. Personally, I'm going to fade away from it. How do you feel about this? You yeah. just keep rolling oh, with Cousins? Yeah. No, I feel the same as you. Now's the time to get off. <laughs> you had, you had <laughs> the opportunity, man. You, you're absolutely right. Division matchup in Detroit. No, thanks. Against the Giants and against Philly, you had that opportunity to get in on Thielen and Diggs. We loved it. Yeah, it was this like a threesome. It was hot. It was it was hot action there. And oh, now it's like, all right, right. look, that was fun. But now uh, it's back to the Delvin Cook show. Yeah, you got to get all new clothes. It's a lot of work. You can't do that. Like in Seinfeld. Nobody you can't be an orgy guy. I'm not an orgy guy. Not an orgy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to change my clothes. I got to change everything. I got to change the furniture in my apartment. All right, Raiders <laughs> at Packers in this one. Um, you know what? <laughs> I feel like the Raiders are going to come in and really challenge the Packers. They're coming off the bye. I think you're going to get a ton of Josh Jacobs. I love yeah. Jacobs in this game against the Packers. I know the Packers D has been good, but, and I just feel like him and wall, like, I'm going to go there. I feel like I'm going to go there with those two pieces and I'm going to attack the pack. I really am until they kind of, I just, I don't know. I find them underwhelming the Packers in terms yes. of fantasy. 
Yeah, no, they are. You're absolutely right. Aaron Jones is the only one I have until Devontae Adams gets back. I need to see something from MBS. If he doesn't show show me anything tonight in another game without Devontae Adams there, then he's just he's too inexperienced. I think he only has a couple little route trees in him, like the go route, and him and Rodgers were not on the same page. I saw Rodgers look. You know how he gets. He looked he looked him up and down, and he was just like, I'm not throwing you the ball anymore. That's <laughs> basically yeah, what I got I know. from him. I know. So, yeah, they don't have a lot of appealing assets. I'm not a fan of the Aaron Rodgers. People know that about me. I respect him. He's a Hall of Famer. Just not yeah. a fan. Uh, Rams at Falcons. So is this the get right game for the Rams? <laughs> I think it is. That's the one thing I've been saying about Goff. Most people are going to turn around and drop him in fantasy. And I get it. But look at these next two games in Atlanta. So you got the dome game there against the Falcons, who Kyler Murray just had a heck of a game throwing to nobody really outside of Fitz and DJ. He doesn't have a whole lot of weapons. And that was his best game yet i was very very impressed with murray and then i'm like okay well the falcons are garbage so opportunity for goth in atlanta then the following week at home to the to the Bengals. those are two pretty good spots to get right yeah i'll tell you what give me i'll take both sides of that game i'll take it all texans yeah texans at colts this one should be interesting too colts coming off a bye week texas coming off two big wins in a row this is going to go another road contest there for the uh, against the colts um uh, this one's tough for me. It's, I think it's Watson and nobody else. Like I, I can get involved there, but I'm just too inconsistent with the rest of this team. And Hopkins just keeps letting me down time and time again. I think I finally have to tap out. I don't want to tap out. This will probably be the game that he has a huge game, but I feel like I'm tapping out here. Yeah. My, one of my best DK lineups flirted with 200 and I had Hopkins on it. It could have just, I had Hopkins and Kelsey, these guys. I know he's dropped a pass yesterday. He got the two point convo. I mean, he came away with 12 targets, nine catches, season high, nine catches. But the it seems like Joe, all the catches are just short, short catches. He's not getting yeah. up and down the field. Maybe that has something to do with the offensive line. But Fuller caught a he had a, could have had another huge day. He dropped a couple touchdowns. That's what you're going to get with Will Fuller. Maybe this is the time to get back on him. But I agree. Maybe. Probably. You know what? That's the tournament play. It's Fuller in the tournament. It's DeAndre Hopkins in the cash yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, 49ers at Redskins. I would imagine a lot of Breida and Coleman, but... You know, Coleman pissed me off with that drop touchdown, man. He oh. had a wide. Oh my God, was that brutal? I so I, I don't, I don't love Garoppolo. I, d- I just don't. So this is a game where I think people are gonna love. Like the 49ers defense, I'll yeah. pay up for. That's about Same. it. Same. That's where I'm going. Uh, Cardinals Giants. This one should be fun. Yes. Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray. Not much defense. I'm game. I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. Let's see I'm how many too. weapons the Giants have when they take the field this time. Uh, they got to get healthier, but. Uh, Golden Tate's in play. He showed up last game. Uh, you know, I get Evan Ingram back healthy. Get me all the pieces. We'll see Saquon's practicing too, apparently, on Monday. So fingers crossed if Saquon's back in. I'm I'm back in as long as he's on the field. Yeah, as long as he's playing, he's active. He's a freak. Just looking at some of the early totals, the Falcons and Rams at 54. This one's the second highest on the board, I believe. 49.5 Arizona and New York. We don't even know if, like, to your point, if Ingram and Shepard and Barkley's back that could rise up to 52 or something and just three four o'clock games like another light all those games we just went through all one o'clock one two three four five six seven eight one o'clock games just three four o'clock so we got the Chargers at Titans yuck gross I don't want anything to uh, running away although Derrick Henry you're right just 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 go back to that well against the Chargers who are totally soft and that Charger line is not very good I mean especially losing County once well, Pouncey was out, probably, he was jumping. yeah, you're right. You're you're definitely on to something there. That I, might be a sneaky. Henry defense. might be yes. Henry be a nice bounce back. Let's see Ryan Tannehill in there. I want him to start. 
it, it's time to I mean, turn the page. Haven't we see seen enough Ryan about. Tannehill at this point in our lives? We've seen we enough know? Marcus Mariota. I know well, that. I want to see if Corey sure. Davis is alive. I want to see if this uh, guy can do something. Let's see if Tannehill can I, hook up with him. I don't feel good about Teddy Bridgewater on the road against the Bears. Don't like no. this at all, but it doesn't matter. Michael Thomas is still going to have 15 points no matter what. Uh, but Kamara is the one that pissed me off. Kamara this week really let me down. I know he was battling an injury and he made he made it to, to play, but he was not great. Uh, certainly not for his price, which was actually a little discounted. So I thought it was a great opportunity. Ownership might be low, but it turns out the points were low. So that kind of sucked. And we'll see what the Bears come out with. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, this is another game that I kind of fade away from. Raven Seahawks is the last one. This one's in Seattle. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Another fun one there. So mm. what's your take on that? How do you like these pieces? Because the Ravens D is not very good. No, it's not very good. I think he, DK Metcalf looked pretty nice yesterday. I've been impressed with him so far this season. He's been taken out of games when they have a you know a top corner. What I've noticed about Baltimore in the past couple of weeks, I did it yesterday with Tyler Boyd. They just took him out of the game. They did it a couple of weeks ago with Odell Beckham Jr. Cleveland put up like 500 yards of offense and 40 points, and Odell was not part of that game a couple of weeks ago. I wonder if they have that same sort of effect on Tyler Lockett. Maybe DK Metcalf is very interesting, but I'm a Chris Carson fan and supporter. Even if he fumbled, he fumbled that ball again yesterday. But they gave him they gave him the rock. They gave him the touchdown at the end. He just seems to be a lock in cash now. Moving forward, this guy gets 20 carries a game. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. So look, there you have it. There's the hot take of week seven. Uh, and in terms of the wagering, cha-ching, got another one right there. Another upset special. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover. Nice. <laughs> seven. Not only did they cover, they crushed. They won outright again. Oh, I love it. It's like the third time this year where my, my pick to cover went outright. Amazing. <laughs> and Chargers look, are in trouble. Chargers, look, Chargers, you knew they were not going to have a home field advantage. And again, this is the wagering show. So if you're wagering, you're like, what are you talking about? My grandma and I host the wagering show here online star every Friday. And it was like, when do the chargers ever put somebody away? And when do they put them away at home? Seven. I know it's the Steelers and I know they're not very good, but they've got some self-respect for themselves at least. And they do have some talent on the defensive side of the football. My God. And uh, I don't know, man, ever since Melvin Gordon came back, did you feel like everything's just gotten really messy over there? The old lines had so many yeah. injuries. The secondaries had injuries. Is it the chargers are a mess, man. All of a sudden, Neckler is really a non-factor. I know he caught 15 balls or whatever two weeks ago, but he was a non-factor in that game yesterday. They're a complete mess, absolutely. They have so many injuries all over the place, and now they just they look defeated. And they don't have any home field advantage. You're right. When they play a team like the Steelers, anybody actually at home, it's it's not an advantage to them. No, it, it definitely is. Uh, so, look, that's that's that. That's where we are. Chris and I will be back on Thursday. And uh, of course, on Thursday, we're going to do the whole preview where we get the deep dive into the world of DFS. And uh, again, uh, make sure you're downloading that LionStar app and upgrading to the premium product so you can get in there and use all the tools that you have that are out there to be successful. The cornerback matchup stuff, so helpful. Everything in there is just so good. And uh, look, a lot of the stuff that we come to assessments on is partially from working with those tools. So you should be in on that as well. And, of course, the wagering show on Friday. So a busy week seven ahead of us. But that'll do it for right now. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at Chris Meany. You can follow me at Joe Pisa PS17. And, of course, follow us at Star App and Star NFL. That'll do it for us in the pre-snap recap. There's nothing left to do now except set down with. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Star. Hit subscribe to 
tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meany.